Hey, 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 welcome back to another episode of Is This Making Sense? Dialogues in the Pursuit of Wisdom, Balance, Leadership, and Everything in Between. My name's Eric Johnson. I'm here with Seth Gray. And we just want to start off by saying thank you so much to everybody that's been listening. Um, We know your rhythm and your routines are thrown off, and I just... I'm really grateful every week to see uh, the podcast listens uh, tick, and um, because you know my my rhythms thrown off, the things that I've been listening to and, and and diving into, I haven't really gotten to. So everybody that's still sticking with us, uh, we really really are grateful for that. Uh, one of the things that we also want to let you know about is that uh, we have a personal. Is This Making Sense Instagram page? Uh, Eric just recently created it, and uh, we'd love for you to give it a follow. Uh, We're going to be posting more content from um, our podcast there, and uh, we're trying to get really official. We're trying to get big time. Yeah, and just thinking through, like, we understand that, you know, right now our audience is generally our friends and our family, but we would love to see that grow. We know that not all of our content may be fully applicable to uh, to just our friends and family. So if you, if there's somebody that you think might uh, benefit from this, please share it. We'd be honored if you share it. And also, I just want to say for those of the, for those of you that that circle back to us and give us your thoughts or continue the dialogue with us elsewhere, we love that. So if you can continue to do that, it, it helps us grow. We we love we love constructive criticism. We love feedback. So thank you for doing that. Yes. So uh, give us a follow on Instagram. Um, our name is Is This Making Sense. Uh, we'd love to get, definitely get some feedback. Um, if we put a post out there, um, we'd love to hear from you. Yep. So today we're going to talk about who we're learning from right now. Uh, what podcasts are Eric and I listening to? What books are we reading? Um, because there's one definite thing that we know, and that is we are not really experts at anything. Um, and we just have put together this podcast to just kind of challenge each other and just share some of the things that are helping us personally grow in every area of our life. So today we're talking about other people, other podcasts and other books that have really been challenging us. And uh, we think you should give a listen or a read to. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you've got you've got more to share, Seth. I'm going to let you go first. Okay, great. Well, I, there is a podcast that I've been listening to. Uh, it's by a guy named Reed Hoffman. If you don't know Reed Hoffman, he is the founder of LinkedIn. Uh, LinkedIn is the big, uh, lack of a better word, social network for those in the business world. Um, and so Reed has a podcast called Master of Scale. And I really encourage you to go give it a listen. Um, He's a great storyteller. He's able to take an interview and kind of just advance the person he's interviewing along faster. Uh, Sometimes when you're interviewing someone, uh, they can just kind of drone on and there's some, you know, golden nuggets here and there or, you know, like the core of what they're saying is um, spotty. But Reed has a great job of really just... uh, you know, taking the interview and and slicing it up, putting in some music, providing context to what the person's about to say. And uh, his latest interview was with Angela Ahrens. Uh, She is the former... Chief uh, or Vice President of Retail from for Apple. Uh, Apple has seventy thousand retail employees worldwide in thirty six different languages around the world. And he interviews Miss um, Aaron's, and it is amazing. She challenged me in some of the things that she said in three particular areas. And feel free to jump in, in Eric, any time. Um, But listening to this interview, it really challenged me because she talks about being authentic and leading with authenticity. And that's something, uh, Eric, that you're really great at. 
and uh, something that inspires me and challenges me uh, to grow in. So uh, she talks about how she literally her journey from um, working at uh, Donna. Am I Burberry? No, she was before Burberry. She she's she's worked at a, a bunch of different things. So she she tells kind of her whole journey and her career journey, and then into Apple. And if you're into Apple products uh, and the behind the scenes, she really does reveal a lot of things that that happened at during her time at Apple. So that was really cool to hear. But she really honed in on three things that really made a big difference for me, and that was lead with them authenticity. Uh, celebrate everything, mm. little things, the the simple things that can get celebrated, get people motivated, and then uh, trust your instincts. And um, I, I was that was really good for me to hear because I don't feel like I'm the smartest person in a lot of different things, but I feel like I, I can go with some pretty good gut instincts on decisions and, and how to operate and move. And uh, she was big on that. And when she is the you know, when she's over 70,000 retail employees, one thing she says, it makes a world of a difference, literally. Mm. And uh, mm. she, she had to learn to trust her instincts. I always love when an expert like that, you know, some anybody who is at that level at an organization that big, I mean, their way, their, their words have weight and power. And I don't mean this in a private way, but I always love when what they say are things that I'm practicing. Uh, because we talked before about, you know, when she says celebrate, we talked about celebrate, but we, I kind of frame it in this way. Celebration is encouragement. And we've talked about that, you know, the true at Kathy line, you know, how do you, how can you tell if someone needs encouragement? Well, they have a heartbeat or they're breathing. I forget how that line goes, but I love the idea that celebrating or encouraging is, is of the three things that she attributes to her success is one of those. And, and that's something that we've talked about. And then authenticity, I would exchange that word with one that we use all the time, which is vulnerability. It's, I, I, I'm not sure if they're fully interchangeable, but I, I love, I love that that's something that she speaks to because that, that are things that we on here are, 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 you know, we're droning on and on about on this podcast. And so I'm glad that we're in line with somebody of her caliber. You know, as I was listening to it and, and, and Reed Hoffman uh, makes reference to it and also uh, Reed Hoffman sounds like he was born to read books and audiobooks. Got a great he, voice. He's got a great voice, and uh, it, it was really—it's a really great interview because you're thinking, you know, I'm I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, well, yeah, you, when you're the you know VP of retail over seventy thousand people, of course you can say these big, grand words. But as I thought about it, I thought, well, if if I'm just over you know a small business with one employee, this what she's saying, you know. It, it can make a difference in, in that mm-hmm. small business or mm-hmm. in my personal family. You know, some of the things that she's saying, she shares some things about her, her kids and her family. And I just, I just loved it. It was a great interview. I really encourage you to go check it out. Master of scale. Uh, Reed Hoffman is uh, the, the guy that drives it and he's interviewing Angela Aaron's and it's a two part um, podcast. There's uh, part one and part two. So I really encourage you to check out the whole thing. It's real easy. Um, and Reed does a great job. Um, with Angela. What's it called? Oh, you Ma- said Master of, Master Master of Scale. Scale. Um, uh, so, yeah, I can't wait to go listen to that. I mean, Seth, you're encouraged. Your, your recommendations to me have always been spot on. So I'm excited. When, you, when you're excited about something, for me in particular, I'm very excited. Oh, it, it is good. right up your alley. You, you know, you've, you've taken a, long, a, a lot more, more work. It is right up your alley. I think it's going to be really encouraging for you to hear because it confirms a lot of things that you've already shared with me um, on the podcast and off the podcast. And I think there's one thing in there that will challenge you. Um, and I don't want to bring it up yet. I want you to listen to it and, uh, see if, if, if you hear the thing that I think is going to challenge you. I'm excited. 
Um, so I have a couple of things I want to bring up uh, in our in our time. So the first one I'll say is um, I have some I've mentioned it on here before, but I've got four other guys that I do uh, spir- a spiritual discipline of 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 reading some sort of devotion uh, on a daily basis, and right and we go through different ones that we've done this and the other. And right now um, we're reading this one called "The Practice of the Presence of God," uh, and it's a biography of this guy named Brother Lawrence, uh, who's he's kind of really celebrated in the Catholic Church. Um, and so it, the whole thing is kind of him telling it's, it's correspondence that he has had with other people in the church and then people that had looked up to him, this, that, and the other, it's kind of a really a hard read because it's older. It's, I'm not sure what, you, how old he is, maybe the 1800s. I forget. I'm showing my, my ignorance here, but it's, it's older. So the language is really weird. And I really struggle with it, but I've been taking these nuggets from it because this year I've been working on this idea of contentment. And one of the things I'm working through is that I'm not sure that true satisfaction and contentment is going to be found outside of a relationship with Jesus. I I really am coming to that conclusion. Maybe I'm wrong, but for me, I'm finding that to be true. And what better way can you know and love Jesus than to practice his presence? And so this whole book is about this guy who literally, he's kind of a monk in a lot of ways where he his whole existence was to, he talks about, I don't want to lift up a single straw of pine straw or straw of hay without devoting it to the Lord. So it's like, it's excessive and I really struggle with a lot of it, but I will say that it has started to permeate my thoughts. And one of the things that happened this weekend, I got to go ride motorcycles with a friend and we were outside in the woods and we ride dirt bikes. And so we're out in the woods and at one point I see this, we were driving along and then my, my buddy sees this owl in the tree, like a big, beautiful owl. And how often do you get to see an owl like this? And so I was within 20 feet of it and, and my buddy, he kind of lost interest and he drove off and I was like, I just sat there and I stared at this owl eye to eye for about two minutes. And in that moment, I was like, I feel like at this point, I know that don't take this the wrong way. Hopefully my words come out right and I explain myself well. But in that, in that moment, I feel like I was in the presence of God because how often do you see such a majestic creature? And so that owl is not God by any means, but I saw God and that owl in such a powerful way that it, it almost moved me to tears seeing him, seeing this out, he or she, this owl and just staring at him and feeling like, man, I am really admiring God in this moment. And I felt real joy and contentment in that time. But also I felt contentment in the awareness of what was happening. It's like, I'm kind of at one with God's creation. I'm seeing him in it and I am feeling his presence. And so all that to say, this book has been weird and I've struggled with the language, but I've been pulling these nuggets out in in my effort to really practice the presence of God and to try and find true joy and contentment in it. So hopefully that doesn't sound uber spiritual and weird, but it has been a really good journey for me so far. It sounds energizing. Yeah. It sounds like that moment was energizing for you. The owl's eyes, you know, his, he was, he was probably two feet tall and he had these big round circles around his eyes and he stands, he sits perfectly still. He just stared at me and it, it, it was beautiful. It was weird and, and beautiful and wonderful. And then I tried to get my phone out and then he flew away. And in the process of trying to get my phone out, I dropped my motorcycle on the ground. <laughs> ended up fall, it ended up, you know, coming crashing to a, an, an end, but it was a very beautiful about two minutes. I love it. I love it. It's funny though. It's that uh, you're sitting there, you're soaking it in and then you're like, I got to capture this. Mm-hmm. I got to capture this. I want to show my kids. Oh, that'd have been sweet. Like I saw God in that. I saw, I feel like, I, I feel like it's sacrilegious, but I saw God 
but it was an owl. Well, I, what's the difference between the owl and looking up at the stars at night and yeah. seeing the galaxy and seeing yeah. how, you know, what the Bible says about that and how just beautiful that is. Uh, yeah, I was know? very, I was very, I felt the, I struggled to feel the love of God a lot because I'm very judicial in nature and I always feel like I've wronged him or I'm, I'm, I'm not measuring up. But it was like in that moment, I felt, I felt a love for him and a love from him. And it was really great. That's cool. Th- thanks for sharing that. And my my thing that you know while while you're saying uh father brother what's what's brother lawrence brother lawrence and the book or the what practicing the presence of god i think it's what it's called Uh, i got the kindle version for like two dollars it's cheap um practice the practice of the presence of god well you know when he says you know i i won't i don't want to take up a pick up a straw of hay without it what was that again without devoting devoting it to god here's the thing that is true and it is really true because think about all the toys that your kids have laying around the house, you know, at the end of the day. And it's like you can get frustrated and you can just, you know, you're like, oh, why didn't they pick this up? Or I'm exhausted. I'm keeping having to do this. And it's just like, no, let me just practice that. You know what? I'm grateful I have healthy kids. I'm grateful mm-hmm. I have kids. I've, you know, you can it's spin just, it all. You can spin it. Good. You know? Yeah. And just, and it just keep your mindset. You know, and have the right frame of mind. I love that. Yeah, that's so, good. I needed to hear that. Yeah, it's it's been at first I struggled with it because my buddy that re- re- uh, encouraged me to uh, us to read it. He's got his he's now got his doctorate. Derek, congratulations! He just finished his doctorate in um, theology. I forget what it's. I'm a terrible friend. Doctorate in some Bible thing, and he was the one who brought it up. That just his, shows you how much smarter he is yeah, than yeah, you and yeah, I. He's way smarter than he's a he's a walking brain. <laughs> um, uh, but um, but he encouraged us to read it, and sometimes his stuff goes over my head. But it took me a while to get into it, but now I feel like I'm starting to reap the benefit of sticking with it. I love that. I love it. What are you listening to, podcast wise? So I'm not like you said. I, I, I'm not driving as much, so I'm not listening, and I don't have a lot of free time in my day right now. If I'm not working, I'm taking care of my kids, and if I'm not taking my kids care of my kids, I'm working. So I don't have a lot of time. So the occasional time I get to listen to something, I. I have two main podcasts that I listen to the most because right now, honestly, I want more leisure in my podcast listening than I want to learn. Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me pause right there. I agree with you wholeheartedly because there are seasons where I go and I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast and it's pretty heavy mm-hmm. and I just, it's, it's like work. Yeah. And I'm worn out. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes you just need to get something that is just kind of just easy listening, entertaining, um, yeah, so like I normally would listen to like Craig Rochelle or Kerry Newhoff or Andy Stanley, but to right now it's just too much work. I don't want to do that right now. So I have two that I circle back to. I have, and I can't fully encourage you to listen to these because they have foul language, <laughs> but uh, I, I really do love um, Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. Uh, he, is, he is an atheist, but he is a very emotionally uh, intelligent human. He's, he leads with vulnerability. Uh, and I think he brings out the best in people. You were saying that um, Reed has a way of encapsulating people's thoughts well and, and making them shine. I feel, I feel like uh, Dax does that really well. And so recently he, and he does this regularly and I, f- I feel like I'm talking a lot. I'm sorry, Seth, but um, he interviewed 50 Cent, uh, Curtis Lloyd Banks, uh, rapper, famous guy. You should know him. Uh, and, and he, and he, they kind of get to the crux of the question and, and the way that, that uh, uh, armchair expert is he generally interviews famous people, actors, actresses, 
uh, famous people, wealthy, very successful people. And often he, he shares something that he has struggled with and he wants to hear their viewpoint on it. And it's this, as a kid, Dax was not wealthy. He, he grew up in, I think Detroit or somewhere in Michigan and, uh, was not wealthy, uh, was actually very poor and just thought, man, I want to grow up to get all, I want to grow up to get all the women I want. And I want to grow up to be rich. Like money was the number one thing. And so as he got older and he, he found some fame, he was on punked was where he kind of found his fame. And he's, I mean, he's married to Kristen Bell now and they're doing very well. And so he, now he's, he's a little candid about it. He's like, I always wanted to have a million dollars. And then when I had a million dollars and I can look at it at my bank account, it didn't do what I thought it was going to do. It didn't feel some sort of way. It didn't satisfy me. And so that's one of the things he brings up often. And so he brought it up yet again with Curtis, uh, with 50 cent. And it was that same thing. And for all of them, they're talking, I forget who he was talking to, um, I forget who he was talking to. It was another very famous person. They're talking about how, why a lot of famous people kill themselves and nobody can understand why. And it's like, it's because they're famous. It's because they've reached this level of fame and it didn't do what they thought it was going to do. And I think that's so interesting because a while back uh, on one of our episodes, we had uh, Caleb Panther on here talking about Unique and he talks about the life drifts. And, it, and it's this idea that uh, through the picture of the temptations of Jesus when he's in the, in the desert, that we're all tempted by three basic things, approval, ambition, and appetite. And I think the reality is, is that no matter, there's no thing on this planet, on earth, that is going to fulfill any of, any of those three unless it's God. And so I'm realizing through Dax and through, through these other very famous, successful, wealthy, by the world standards, they have nailed it to, to, for them to get all of that stuff that we all want and realize, oh, that didn't, that didn't meet, they didn't scratch that itch. It didn't fill that appetite. And they've got a lot of problems. They got to t- and they're killing themselves, you know? Yeah. And and Dax does a great job of, and I listen to that as well, and Dax does a great job of bringing people to that point of just saying, yeah, it's great. I love what I'm doing, but it's it's not everything. It wasn't what I thought. It's not what I thought. So I, I just want, if for someone who's out, I think during COVID right now, for me, I know my appetites are out of control. I'm really struggling with all of my appetites, both food, financial, uh, imagery, like I'm just really struggling and, and I'm, I'm learning over and over and over again that there's nothing that's going to quench it outside of, uh, of like, 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 uh, Caleb said, we bring those appetites, we bring that ambition and approval. We bring it to the cross. That's the only place where we're going to get that. Cause Jesus said he has the living water and that is what's going to satisfy. And so like, it's just so hard to learn that. Cause I don't know why Jesus set the system up to where it's just like, we always feel like we're just just on the edge of having what we want. It's like, it just seems so hard to kind of quench that, even though that even, even me knowing that Jesus has it, it's still hard to go get it. Like he's this ethereal being out there that you can't call on the phone. You can't text. It's, it's hard and it's weird, but I want to say out loud that I do believe that is where real joy, contentment and satisfaction comes from, but it requires work and discipline to get it. Well, that, that is your goal. Yeah. That's your, your 2020 goal, right? Contentment. Yeah. Um, so I've been learning a lot. Um, but it's hard. It's hard. It's really hard. Well, thank you for sharing. Um, one of the podcasts that I've, uh, it's, a, it's an episode. I don't want to say it's a podcast, but it's an episode. And it's going back to a guy that we've talked about in the past, and that's Trevor Moat. I was oh, just, love him. He, he, oh man, he's he's got a lot of unique stories that he's always telling. So I love his podcast or every time he's interviewed by somebody because he always just shares, he's like an open book. And it's very interesting because he deals with a lot of, um, uh, big programs, University of Alabama, uh, football, University of Georgia, football, Russell Wilson. And he's like telling all their stories. He's telling all their 
quote unquote secrets, how he does things. So it's I, I always love someone who's gonna um, give you the backstory in the behind the scenes of an organization of what's going on. And uh, so he puts on no airs, none. There's no pride or ego about him at all. I mean, uh, he's impressive. It literally this. So so I encourage you for for this episode. This is what's really been challenging. So he's on this podcast, uh, and the podcast is called Brute Strength Podcast with Michael. I'm going to butcher the last name, Chazniak, Chazuak, I'm, I'm forgetting, but it's called Brute Strength, Google Brute Strength, and it's uh, March 13th, 2020. That's when the uh, podcast episode, uh, air, the podcast uh, with Trevor Moad, the episode aired. And um, he, he's revealing all this stuff that happens, and, and he tells a story about being with the University of Georgia um, in the Rose Bowl against Oklahoma at halftime, being down 17. And it's just a really fascinating. He's, he's got all these stories. So I want you to, if you're into football, if you're into sports, if you're into anything wanting to know the behind the scenes of major organizations and how they've been running, I, guarantee, uh, I, I encourage you to give this listen or anything really Trevor Moat a listen. The things that I'm taking away from him and why I keep on going back to some of his interviews and and just listening to him, because if you listen to one or two, you, you've probably gotten the gist of what he's saying, but every time he does one, he, he adds a little something to it or he remembers a different story. So there's always something that I'm gleaning from him. And what I when I listen to it and what it's challenged me to do is to realize the only excuse I have is me. And to not allow and blame the external things that are going on in my life and, and say that's the reason things aren't happening. And, and, and realizing that the only excuse I have is me. So if I can work on me and get better and be honest with myself, then those things that the world might say are, oh, well, that's the reason things haven't happened or that's the excuse, I think that they will diminish. And here are two things that he says in this latest podcast and that is it's better to have an, a better attitude over a better aptitude. Mm. Meaning, if you can have the right attitude over the right aptitude, the right attitude will beat all the information someone wow. can have any day. Wow. And that's something that I've always got to have because I, I can feel insecure mm. about not being an expert in certain things. But if I can have the right attitude, I will beat out anybody who's got all the information That's any day. Super encouraging, um, and I'm, I'm I'm excited to listen to that as well because Trevor Moad usually does a good job of backing it up. He doesn't just say something and then there's nothing to back it up, like it's some new age feel goodery. It's like he's got a lot of data to back it up. So I'm excited to hear kind of how he supports that. That's super encouraging for me because. We're the same way. Like, I feel like I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. And so I've kind of taken on some new responsibility at work right now. And I'm for sure feeling inadequate, but I feel like I'm coming at it with a very humble and good attitude. So that's encouraging. Yes. And and so that's been, that's how he has challenged me and why I keep on going back to it. Cause I'm thinking, okay, no more excuses. I'm, I'm the only excuse that's standing in the way. And if I can have the right positive attitude, a good attitude, a hardworking attitude, then I can beat out any lacking of knowledge or aptitude that I have. And then the second thing that I've, I've really, he, he is, he's talked about and it's really like, okay, that's it. That's it. And that is do the simple things better. So many times, you know, and I'll listen to a speaker from a stage and they'll like use, you know, you know, you just lay out your vision and if you do this and you motivate and, you know, all these really grand gestures and they're great. And I'm sure, I'm sure that they, they have their place, 
But his simple concept is, is just do the simple things better. And if you can just do the simple better, then then you will you'll go so much further. And here's an example. What does that mean? And he gives an example. So you're on the road and you're working, and I travel a lot, and I've got Hannah on the phone. I've got my phone open to social media. I've got my laptop checking work emails and the TV on in the background in the hotel room. Okay. The goal is to have a better relationship with my wife. And this is this is his example. I'm just going to rip completely what he said. So I want I want to have a great marriage. But when I'm on the road away from my spouse, I'm talking to her on the phone. I've got social media open on my phone, my laptop with work emails that I'm trying to respond that I I didn't get to to the day because I was in a conference or I was doing something else. And then the TV on in the background, probably sports center. I'm my, my relationship is going to suffer. Do the simple thing. What's the simple thing? Close your phone, close your laptop, turn the TV on off. And just simply talk. Be focused and present where you are. Mm. That's doing the simple things better. Mm-hmm. It, it's like that in so many areas of my life. If I can just focus on the focus on the simple things and doing the simple things better, man, I think I'll go so much further. I love that. And he really challenged me on it. I love that. I remember there was one example he gave in the other podcast uh, where he's talking to some. It was some star athlete that was struggling. And he was he was tasked to try to get that athlete. He was a I think a football player uh, better. And they, he so he asked that athlete, "Who do you want to be like? What football person do you want to be like?" And he named a few. And he looked at what how those guys operated versus how he operated, and it came down to simply this: you just need to get to the to, to every practice two hours early. That's the only thing you need to change. Just get to two, get there two hours early and then see what happens. And like his numbers went crazy because he was getting there. He was getting more relationships made. He was spending more time in the gym. He was being seen as somebody who's more devoted. And all of a sudden, like his whole career changed. It's a simple thing. It was Fred Taylor. It yeah. was Fred Taylor for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And it was actually early on in Trevor's career that he, he tells this story is that uh, uh, Fred Taylor had gotten a nickname about broken down Fred or something like that. Like mm-hmm. every year he was getting hurt. So they, they came to Trevor and said, Trevor, we need you to work with him. It's his contract year after this. Uh, if not, we're going to like cut him. And that was the simple thing. They said, okay, what is the guy that you want to emulate do? And that's what it was. It's the simple thing better. They changed the schedule by two hours. I love it. So that's that's what's tra- uh, and uh, challenging me, what I've been growing from. So I don't know the rest of this guy, uh, Michael, with Brute, Brute Strength Podcast, but I do know if you Google Brute Strength Podcast, Trevor Moad, it's a great listen. It's a long listen, but man, he's got so many backstories about him. Nick Saban, and he's got backstories about the University of Georgia and Russell Wilson. And I mean, he's putting everybody's business out there. Um, which is great because, you know, I want to glean and learn as much as I can. So, yeah, uh, hopefully this has been something that has been beneficial for you. Uh, we always want to value your time. And we feel very honored when you, when you do listen. So thank you so much. Hopefully this has been a, you had a great Memorial day weekend and this is going to be a great week for you. And don't forget to go follow us on Instagram at is this making sense. Thanks so much for listening.